0: Podcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hatrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the people's podcast. Here to rock the podcast world.
1: Good evening, you're listening to another episode of the Hatrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show on heartsonlive.co.uk with myself, Fraser, in the hot seat. We have a guest co-host on the line, but we'll come to that in a second. Uh, It's been a while, it's been a couple of weeks. We've had, due to the bad weather, um, so obviously it's been affecting a lot of people in the UK. But uh, I'm back in the hot seat. Thankfully the weather is not too bad in Edinburgh today. It has been a little bit snowy off and on. It's been a kind of four seasons in one day. But uh, thankfully we are not getting, Edinburgh's not getting the worst of it. It's a mini beast from the east, but uh, usually the beast from the east is Nicola Sturgeon, but that's just, uh, <laughs> that's normal anyway. But uh, we are, I'm back in the hot seat, so welcome our special guest host on the line, Tim, Hiding. Not bad, not bad. Can you hear me clearly? All good, all good, all loud and clear. So, uh, as I say, um, special guest co-host. It's good to have Tim on the line and uh, contributing, contributing as we trying to teeth in there, uh, contributing to the show and uh, potentially looking to example in a bit of radio and see what's going on. So, um, but uh, we've also got on things we've got coming up on the show. We've got an a up-and-coming Canadian artist called Lisa Moen she is sending us a couple of our tracks to play. One's called Test Drive and one's called Silly Boys which is a, very, it's a kind of country's upbeat modern country music so you'll be listening to hearing her uh, during the course of the show. Uh, a couple of things we're going to talk about um, not as to, we're going to talk about the church and the church in general we think that's and there's a lot of the middle class churches are not. Let's say I don't think they've moved on in many ways. I think the let's just put the example: the middle class church is probably very similar to Brexit. Uh, they're, st- they're stuck in the single market and they're not willing to step out into the global market. So we're going to discuss that uh, uh, shortly in the show. A brief topic on the well, brief touch on the recent Telford uh, sex gang that was caught. In, in down south, and it seems to be stuck in the news. But at the end of the day, the with what is going on on that, the, the politicians politicians are more in more talking about Russia than anything else, and really it, actually addressing the, this scenario. And we're also going. to, Tim is going to uh, give us an insight um, to the recent topic that's been also in, in in the news a lot is mental health. Mental health is a big thing in this day and they're trying to put um, counsellors in schools and to address it more because it wasn't being addressed properly in the past so Tim is going to give us an insight to mental health with um, him and what goes on because he happens to go through himself and the uh, the struggles and he's going to give us an insight from a a personal experience as well which is great but first we're going to kick off with uh, a tune just uh, before we kick off with you this is what I usually provide one of our our contributors to the show Guy our Cook He always sticks in a bit of a, a podcast But I would play that now But I think I'm going to liven up with a bit of music From Lisa Mowen Because she is really good and catchy So uh, before we kick off with the show And come into the what we're going to talk about In the show We're going to go to Lisa Mowen Which is Trucks Are For Girls Great tune Really catchy So uh, we'll be back after this <laughs> Welcome back to the Ramsey on the podcast show. That was Trucks are for girls by Lisa Mo, an up-and-coming Canadian artist, more uh, well-known in Canada, but getting her music in the, in the UK I was her an opportunity because I've connected with her. So somebody is connected, we have Brent Mann, basically, who is a, a another country so singer of gospel. He is, uh, so she had great tunes. We've got another one coming up in the show. So hi, Tim, you still there? Yep, still here, still here. Kick him again. Clear now? That's all good, all good. Well, I'm, we're going to talk about the church. Uh, I noticed the reason why I want to talk about this is because when I, a couple of weeks ago I was at our friend's fortieth um, birthday party, and standing there, and I was, there was some a couple of people. Well, I sort of knew their faces, but I could sort of by standing there. I went with a friend who we grew up. I grew up with in you know, called Cramond in Edinburgh, and what it was is um, we. Just by noticing that when I used to be in the sort of churchy circle I suppose of, the, of old um, I see that a lot of folk haven't really, they're still stuck in that same sort of mould and I think the middle class church, it seems to me there's no they haven't really moved or expanded on to things now when I suddenly say that I think that I, I think we you have to go into the global market of the church these days, you have to sort of step out of the circle of the middle class and be open to things. And I think by seeing this sort of general setup from the outside, that a lot of people just haven't moved on with their life really. It's just still the general go to church, have their 2.4 kids or whatever, go to work, same sort of scenario, and there's nothing really happening. There's no kind of movement, there's no outward, just it's just like, I don't know, it's weird, it's just stuck in their mold and that's it. And I don't know. And there's a lot the way they sort of um, I could there's one person who actually just came up to me, you could just tell they sort of being nosy because they hadn't really seen me in a while. I said, What are you up to? Uh, what's going on? At what church are you going to? It's like, Good grief, have you got a life? And I thought, Good crumbs, is that all you've got to ask me? Uh, so it must have, you know, what have you been doing? But I don't know, what, what's your sort of views on these type of things, uh, Tim? Have you experienced that at all or in any way? Yeah. I have, in in some ways, in the
2: past, I felt a kind of. I think there is, unfortunately, a kind of a a class system, if you like, and it shouldn't. There shouldn't be a class system, especially in the church, but but there kind of is, and some people, I'm sure, aren't even aware of it or don't intend it to be. But you know, I'm sure I've even done it myself. You know, if I walk past somebody in the street who's really bedraggled, I'm sure subconsciously there's an element of, you know, or a, a tramp or something like that. There's an element of. Wanting to stay away a little bit, and maybe there's a very minor v- version of that amongst some people, um, or just not understanding how the other half lives as <laughs> our side. Um, but also, I think it's an indication, or can be an indication, of a sort of a need for a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ for some people. Whereby you get caught in, as you say, you know the, the family trap, or not a trap, but just having to do your daily rigmarole and Sort of doing church and doing the social things and being involved, which is all good, but not not making a having a deeper relationship with Christ, which is what makes the change. And I can't claim to be there myself, but I think that's what's missing. You know, looking at the way the church was in the early days, as in comparison to now, and it's very much in our part of the world, the uh, the Western world. It's very. It's because the the materialism uh, of our part of the world is a real hampering, if, uh, really hampers the, the Christian faith in some ways, I think. Um, but I don't know how you feel about that.
1: Okay, my thought on that, yeah, I think we are, uh, just, uh, the way the church is going, especially the Scottish, I mean the Scottish Episcopal Church, they're sort of, as I say, they are recently are agreeing to do same-sex marriages um, and things, I don't know. I, I, the, way they're, the way they're going, I think the church, the middle-class church, is sort of almost bowing down to a lot of the society and being more diverse to appease the society, um, and they're not realizing the true fact. The gospel, the way the gospel is, is the simple gospel. How Billy Graham was teaching it, um, and he basically he stood firm for what he believed. But I think they're just, I think they're just going down a really bad route, and they're going not if they don't wake up and really open up to what is going on around them. Um, and change, they're, they're going to continue to go down a really downward spiral. Um, I don't know if you've got anything else to touch on that at all.
2: I've lost you completely.
1: Oh, uh, sorry, I think I'm. I think because i got slight of I think I missed. Uh, do you, well, let's. What, what do you, I? I'm thinking I've lost myself a lot, actually, because I, I was trying. I think because I lost my train of thought completely when I, I think we're just trying to. Sorry, your headphones, but it's not a problem. But um, what is. I mean, what's okay, This what I'll do is I'll start. Well, I'll start my conversation again a little bit <laughs> because I'm backtracking. I think I, I mean, you know I you know when you lose your train of thought when you're in that conversation. You go, "What the heck was I, What the heck was I talking about?" And you completely you know, you, see, you, you ramble on. And you think that just didn't make sense. <laughs> but anyway, um, let's, let let's. What's your view? Let's see. What's your view on the the way that a lot of churches these days tend to be accepting um, regarding. Like gay marriage and things, same-sex marriage, etc., in the church, and the way—why do you think they're doing it?
2: Um, well, I keep, uh, as, as you would know, that the, the audio is going in and out. for From what I gather, I think you were asking me about the, my view on the same-sex marriage thing. Yeah. And the problem is, it's um, you know clearly, clearly in the scriptures that it's it's not condoned. It doesn't say. Uh, it doesn't say that we should be nasty or rude to gay people or anything like that. I think we're called to love gay people and show them the same courtesy and kindness we should everybody else. Uh, but my my feeling is that it shouldn't be allowed in the church. It shouldn't be... Say, gay people should, of course, be welcomed into the church, Central. you know, but it, but not same-sex marriage, because you're then just saying it's okay, and that's not what the Bible says. And, I, you know, I've spoken to gay, gay people or a gay person who says seems to think it's okay to do that, but I don't agree with it. It's not what the Bible says, you know. Uh, and it's just, it's the worldly pressure. Um, it's the pressure from the world because it's trendy and cool, but but it's, I just don't understand how anybody in these positions of authority can possibly have read their Bible and, and still think that it's okay, you know.
1: Do you think a lot of people in the church these days are once you become in minister roles are they um are they just becoming are they really just becoming doing the role studying the role but there's no conviction there's no there's just no no true conviction of actually being becoming a christian they're just like going it's like a job it's almost like your course and you get this job if you know what i mean Mm
2: -hmm. well i want i do wonder if it's a case of that the real question for me is it's a if people making these decisions, you know, you, hold, you heard the old t- saying that just because you go to McDonald's, it doesn't make you a hamburger. And just because a person goes to church or maybe even be in a Christian job doesn't necessarily mean they're a Christian. I'm sure the vast majority of them are. But the, the thing is that, you know, there, be, there may be people in there making decisions that actually don't have a, a real faith, as in being born again, a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ as opposed to a religious faith which is all about keeping rules and trying to be good enough Uh, but even if that were the case if they were trying to be good enough and they were reading the Bible they would still see the same message that the the practice of homosexuality is wrong Um, that's not to say if somebody is gay and they're struggling with being gay but they want to have a real faith or a real relationship with God I believe that God accepts them Uh, God loves people anyway but obviously he loves the people and hates the sin is my,
1: it's my view, you know. Cool. Um, what we we'll do, I think we'll leave on that topic a little bit there because it's a little bit heavy. It's a Friday, it's a Saturday night at the movies, but in fact, it's on Saturday night at Heart Song Live, UK. Um, so we're going to come to. We'll, this is our heavy topic, unfortunately. Uh, the our second topic. We are going to take a very brief uh, two-second interval. Tell people uh, that you are listening to this.
3: This, this is some live radio. radio, Edinburgh Scotland's number one inspirational station.
1: Oh, that's uh, Edinburgh's number one inspirational station, in Scotland's number one Christian Radio station, and you're listening to the Hattrick and Ramsey on this podcast show on uk. with our special guest co-host on the line, Tim, how you doing? Are you still there? Are you know, cooking my gas? Still here. You're yeah, still... It's, uh, the, the signal's really going out and in, but... Um...
2: But uh, hopefully next time we'll we'll get a clearer signal. Yes. Um, so I'm not in Timbuktu either, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah, so that was a good thing. Yeah, I think it's just a uh, WhatsApp being WhatsApp, but but and make it as the best we can. But, um, but yeah, it should be called WhatsApp. Yeah, exactly. WhatsApp. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, recently we've had um, in the news that the recent the Telford scandal. Now the Telford scandal obviously is. Uh, an Asian sec- Muslim Asian sex gang who have been torturing women, for the b- girls for the best part of forty years, um, and have been finally been caught and brought and bringing being brought to justice. But and but the um, politicians tend to be hiding it, sweeping it under the carpet, and not talking about it until it was a lot a UKIP lord who started talking about it. And do you think that we should be doing a lot more? Um, in this country regarding this and not addressing it more rather than sweeping under the carpet especially when it's, it seems it seems to be a trend it seems to be muslim gangs that are doing it and what should we do about them should we somehow crack down and say listen if you're caught you're deported or what's your view on that i'll just repeat the question yeah. what do you do you think no. do you think yeah. the muslim these asian muslim men if they're when they're caught should they be trialled or in some way, or should they be, be jailed for life, or deported, or what's your thought? Oh, if
2: yeah, um, if somebody's if somebody's definitely caught, they have proof. Then basically, it should be it should be a case of well, our, our prisons are overcrowded. But the problem being is if we just hand that problem person over to another country, then who's to say they're not going to offend in another country? But it depends if they were British born or not. Uh, I think if somebody's come across and they're an immigrant. Uh, then yes, potentially, if they're if it's proven that they committed the crime, send them back to be dealt with by their country of origin. Um, but but the, but this is the thing, and, and it's not necessarily just, and, you know, it's just a Muslim problem, but I understand that these are Muslim gangs. I think my understanding is the vast majority of, that I've experienced Muslim people are not into this, they're peace, peaceful people, and are not interested in things like this. But... Um, but the problem, the thing is, with these specific kind of gangs, I think what they need to do is get the leaders themselves to stand up and to condemn it and to, to fight against it. Uh, and that would, you know, hold a lot of weight. Um, of course, everybody condemns it. But um, the real answer to how to deal with it, I don't know. And, and it does appear to be kind of not as publicised as, as something, like as severe as this should be, I think. And it's an interesting point. as why, isn't it? Why isn't it all over the front papers of every paper in the country? You know.
1: I believe. yeah, I agree with you on that part. I do think that they need to be addressing the situation a lot more, uh, addressing it in a way that at um, least it's brought brings the basically brings a, a, set, a, a sort of a, a way of like vic self victory to the to the people who have gone through the trauma traumatization of being abused and trafficked Um, and I do think we need to draw well kind of go for a harder line against uh, this kind of topic and the amount of women and not just kids men that are being caught up in trafficking and abuse is phenomenal around the world and not just in the UK and on your doorstep I mean 40 years in Telford of a being 40 years that's crazy um, of abuse of kids and how they managed to get away with it uh, over 40 years and that's 40 years just far too long and we what can we do about it uh, yes it is rife uh, this, the trafficking industry in, in the world is uh, rife and a, a very f- fluid trade and it's obviously making uh, make lots of money through it uh, but clamping it down is obviously going to be a challenge and a costly one as well but uh, as I say, is, is there a price and putting on somebody's life? Um, I don't know if you've got any more thoughts on that at all, Tim.
2: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm catching r- roughly around every tenth word. Um, so <clears throat> I think, um, well, well, the issue is obviously this has been, as you say, been going on for a long time. But it's also, I wonder if it's a, a case of power and influence. Uh, for example, the Catholic Church. There, they were, you know, abusers were moved from pillar to post and kept in their positions. And it may be a case because the Catholic Church has such influence that these things were covered up. Um, but how, you know, obviously this isn't an institution. This is just groups of gangs. Now, I'm of the understanding that there are certain groups, and I don't mean Muslims in general. I just mean certain groups of of uh, young men, perhaps, who are mistranslating their their word, their book, uh, to use it for their own ends, um, you know, in order to do this in groom women. And I think they view uh, white British women who are non-Muslim women as open targets, open season. uh, So therefore, it doesn't affect their conscience or their faith because they don't view us the same. I'm being very um, careful how I put that. And I'd also, also be very keen to point out that it's a minority, albeit a horrifically a horrific minority, the crimes they're committing are horrific. Albeit a very small minority who are committing these things, and the vast majority of Muslims would condemn it. The question, as you say, is how do we deal with it? What's the answer? Because the <coughs> the media don't seem seem to be publicising it anything like as much as they should. And I think if the whole, the public were as aware as they should be of this, it's something would be big would be getting done. You know.
1: Cool, Sorry, I'm just going to into, uh, add some music, more music, into our list, which is neat. Um, but yeah, so we're going to come. I'll take a wee break, we'll play some more music, uh, we'll play Bon Jovi, Bed of Roses, and we'll be back after this. Um, so we'll take a wee break, and we'll come back with... Uh, a bit more other stuff that's going on, and we'll just have a bit of general chit chat in between our, before we talk about a bit more mental health and it's a bit sort of serious, but yeah, good topics are in the news and what's been going on, um, and it's good to have Tim giving, uh, contributing to the show and being a part of the, just giving some of an insight on a different perspective um, and his opinion on things, which is great. So we'll be back uh, after this, bit of roses with Bon Jovi. Welcome back to the Hattrick and Ramsey on this podcast show on heartsonlive.co.uk. We that was Bon Jovi, Bed of Roses. Tim, how are you doing? You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me all, this All, thing? all good. I, I think that's probably a lot better and a lot clearer for you. I think that was being a bit of a pain, so apologising that. Um, so, yeah, we're back. Yeah, so, tell tell us about you. you. You've got some interest. You've done a bit of acting. You've done a bit of, uh, like, your music. What kind of... You're, you've got... We were briefly... Chang. Uh, previously, before the show, that uh, you've got, you've got a wee, you've got an opinion on Christian music whether it's the good side and the bad side, and also just the kind of music you like, the general music you listen to. So tell us, uh, tell us what you done, in, what's your general interest and in what you've done in the past.
2: Interest. Um, well, in the past, I've always been kind of musical. I hope I'm not. I hope it's not. Uh, what's the word? Echoing. Um, my uh, my music in the past is uh, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed Michael Jackson a lot as a kid. I cool. uh, learned to dance, learned to do all that kind of stuff really well. I had to keep uh, the, uh, my like of Michael Jackson on a down low for quite a while. <laughs> it was uh, unpopular, um, but yeah, yeah, I've really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the whole artistic side of things, which was very strange because I was adopted and the the family I was adopted into were very non musical non artist so I think they found me a bit of a handball um but I've always loved that kind of thing went to dance college for three years um enjoyed dancing never did a little bit of drama off the back kind of that um along with Fraser and that, it was a blog
1: <laughs> for yeah, it's called Blood Dread Yeah, uh, that was in <laughs> 1997 Edinburgh Festival it was by the Covenanters yeah. of the 17th century. Um and yeah, it did very well. Yes, it did. That was uh, that was in uh, Greyfriars Kirk uh, near the uh, Greyfriars Kirkyard. It was in Greyfriars Week Theatre at the bottom. It was great. kind of on the, in the Grass Market is where it was. Uh, I think I think it was that. It was that one. Yeah, uh, or, or my, yes, it was that one. And the second one was in uh, in Glencoe Lament in the year after. Which was just a, which is now Frankenstein's, which was uh, a church. It's like a, convert, a converted church in a, a pub now, but it was Elam Church. It was called that's what it used to be called on, on the um, George IV Bridge in Edinburgh. That's where it was.
2: Yeah, it was really good. It was very enjoyable. Um, but speaking, of what you were asking me about Christian music within yes. it. You know, I like a lot of, a lot of secular artists, Um with a lot of Christian music because it's just. There seems to be no quality control, and it's—it's just—it seems—it seems to be trying to be like the worldly music, but it doesn't have maybe the financial backing or the quality control. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I find it very hard to find high quality Christian music. There are, if you—if you do a lot of searching, you can find some amazing artists, but you know, obviously, they don't have the promotion promotional tools that the secular industry has, um, nor the you know presumably the money to have such good studios and things like this. But uh, yeah, I listen to Secular and Christian. There are some good Christian artists out there. Um, but to me, it's it's um, an emotional thing. If it's a Christian thing and it evokes emotions with me or makes me feel close to God, if you like, then I, then I like that. Um, so to me, if it's Christian, let like it be Christian and enjoy it that way. Christian doesn't necessarily mean boring. But if it's secular, there's a lot of secular stuff that, to my mind, is not very good and I wouldn't listen to it, but, you know, and it I range from all sorts, the classical, to rap, to dance, to, you know, if it's good, I'll, I'll listen to it, you know. What about you, Fraser? I uh,
1: listen, well, I like how a mixed bag. I do, I think, yeah, there's a lot of um, understanding where you're coming from. There's a lot of music uh, out there that is very semi, and I like, I think uh, it's... Uh, but I do like the contemporary Christian music. I think it tends to be a, some of it is a bit better. Uh, I think you're probably right. There's a financial aspect behind it. Um, I mean, the owner of uh, the Hearts of Live lot she has her own music out, which is very good. She's a good at singing, uh, and um, it, she 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 works hard and she, and she puts uh, what she does very well. And she plays a lot of her own music on the, her station when she does her show um but yeah she's uh, it's been a while she's recently on an an anniversary it was a uh, um uh music i can't remember it's a few years but uh, certainly um yeah certainly it is, has its ups and downs i admit that uh, i like i think the a lot of the contemporary stuff is better um personally uh I think some worship stuff is good, but as I say, it's getting a bit samey, and they're probably running out of ideas. There's only so much stuff you can do. Or I do. There's a a live stream on Facebook. There's a church in Florida, uh, in Orlando, called City of Life, um, and when you do their songs, a lot of it is just they're just repeating the same line, a couple of lines uh, every the whole time and it's like right okay it's getting a bit boring now uh, so it's kind of like it's great but it's kind of well mm, it needs a bit more of a variety and I think maybe there's running of ideas personally but uh, and I think they could do better but I think it's just a matter of the funding and the money probably but uh, it's I don't know what's your any more thoughts on that Tim? yeah I will
2: struggling to hear you again so I don't know if it's our, our phone or what's, whatever's going on um, maybe a reception, weather's been,
1: it could just be the weather weather's not been the best today so maybe no. down the weather playing um, the, well, the weather this time well <laughs> yeah. there's,
2: there's um yeah. I mean I, I don't know quite what you're saying there but I do like the likes of Keith Green which is old stuff is very good and there's some boys, I think it was called they're very good um, because it's edifying, uplifting but it's quite rocky as well um, but a lot of church music um, See, so yeah, I like a lot of the old hymns And some of the modern ones are good But I find them very repetitive mm-hmm.
1: uh, Yeah, they are very repetitive They are uh, the uh, Yeah, I think it's I think a lot of music these days There's not really much um, much Thought in it So um and it's maybe they're running, like a lot of the modern music and contemporary stuff, a lot of it's just one verse repeated about 20 times and stuck in the radio and with a bit of uh, music and the the music in the background, you know, so it's, um, it's, yeah, I think the, the, it's not like they're Queen and all that when you, a, lot of the art, a lot of the older music when there was you had all your full four or five verses, if you know what I mean, on music mm-hmm. uh, and it had meaning, it had a proper story and, and even if you look at the Queen songs and they're like total different everyone's a different verse um, and it really gives you a bit of character um, but um, yeah, you, it's I think it's just running the they average of ideas a lot in music and kind I of think it needs to um but that's what I'm, um, that's what's happening. So, but anyway, I am also a bit, <laughs> I music, I'm a bit excited today because there's a group of my friends who are doing, I know not your kind of cup of tea, but football, uh, fantasy football league in the premiership, let's just say, uh, <laughs> I'm quite chuffed at my, the amount of points I got in a fantasy football and we uh, kind of, so I'm a bit of uh, after watching the football all day the four games are in the premiers, uh, English Premiership but anyway that's another story uh, so just uh, the banner between us is a bit interesting but anyway I'm going to uh, move on swiftly sorry bore you about football there t- Tim <laughs>
2: <laughs> n- not, the, n- not my not my favourite subject. I've tried to bluff my way in football, but I just can never get away with it.
1: Football <laughs> i just, uh, oh, uh, just uh, after having a rather uh, interesting, very very good day. day at football and the fantasy football. Uh,
2: I would so, I would enjoy. It, I think if the referees were fair amongst the different countries, but they let they let some of the other countries, you know, non UK countries, away with elbowing and all the rest of it. Aye, but no. as soon as somebody from this country, yeah. Uh, Does the tiniest thing wrong that seems to be a red card? Yeah,
1: Uh, it's a bit crazy, it is a bit biased in some referees, but it's all good. But we're going to come to we're going to pick one of our contributors uh, to the show. Uh, His name is Guy R. Cook, and um. Basically, he gives us a bit of a, a Friday wrap up, but shows yesterday. But he, play, he gives us an insight to what he. he is about. just a wee short segment to his podcast, and he gives us support. So we'll be back after Guyar Cook's little segment on our Hat Trick and Ramsey on these podcast show. Back after this. Hi, in honor of
0: its four hundredth episode. Oh my God, I've done this four hundred times. Anyway, this is how it works. Okay, you go to the Guyar Cook Report dot Podbean dot com it'll look like this. Right. The guy or cook Report com will look like this. It'll have today's episode. If the date is inc- included right here, and this red text goes to blog online And the reason we've got podmean set up is it takes the audio and the link to the video. You'll scroll down here in the link for today's episode of the Gary Cook Report as it's shown on YouTube. Once I get the edits done it'll be there. Um, go here first and then when you click on the red link it goes to blog.garycookonlineservices.com, like that bazinga. You're looking at the show notes. Take a look at those. Um, this is your homework if it were and the homework is so that at 3 o'clock Greenwich Mean Time, 7 a.m. in Seattle we're going to go to https, colon, whack, whack, n slant, V, Domain Hosting, Inc. And we'll talk about it. Okay? The show is not recorded, so if there's pearls in that oyster and the discussion, for instance, this one's talking about SEO tips, you'll want to be there at 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, or you'll miss what's talked about. So thanks for watching. That's how we do it. And for all the folks that expect to see this as a live video, probably won't happen. Um, that's just, that's how we roll. We're going to have that homework, the link I just showed you. And then we're going to talk about it at 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time. The Friday wrap up is upon us. And the free Friday wrap up, the episodes from the previous week, start here. If you've gone to the R. Cook com, well, you've got the link and you're looking at them. And you can also watch what I'm doing on YouTube if you go to youtube.com forward slant, which I sometimes refer to as whack GuyR Cook. YouTube.com whack GuyR Cook. And you'll see the episodes. And so, speaking of episodes, Monday passed. We talked about how to add custom fonts to your WordPress-powered blog, and it's easy as cake to do. Go to the WPBeginner.com link, and you'll see how to do it. In fact, I've done it here. The Tuesday Tactical Tips for SEO, we visited the link from yesteryear, well, actually, yester two years, and talked about the pearls and the oyster of SEO, Or you can find the best assistance. And there's three links there within those notes. The 27 questions that I've asked eternally for you to fill out, pick five of. Well, I did it. And those answers are underlined and in the show notes from Past Wednesdays episode. And Thursday, the B2B tip, simply Monitor the goal you made frequently. So there you have it. That's the Friday wrap-up. Thanks to the patrons and appreciate your support. And there's a link to the credits so you can see all the people that we thank and refer to as being contributors, supporters, and so forth. Take a look at those, and I'll see you on Monday. Have a good week as a brief insight to Gary Cooker podcast uh, he
1: basically talks about SEO B2B and stuff he does a lot of shows only a bit less than 10 minutes you can uh, listen to them on garycookerport.podbean.com uh, if you just search that it'll be cool and Tim you vaping in the background we know at the moment no. <laughs> that's a terrible that's a
2: terrible
1: habit. <laughs> happy days, happy days. Uh, I could never condone such a thing. <clears throat> cough, cough. <laughs> cough cough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Aye, welcome back to the Art of Gramsley's Podcast Show. Uh, we're gonna play an uh, music and uh, more in fact before we in fact no, we won't play music. I changed my mind that same. We're gonna talk about just gonna give us a bit of a brief insight to mental health, i Um because he's, gonna, cause he's well, obviously he deals with it himself in a way, so he's going to talk about it and uh, just give people an insight on what's uh, the, what happens really. Mm. So, um, I do like a, bit of, a little bit of background music just to keep it upbeat. And you, can you hear that okay, that music? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, but had... uh, I, can't, I
2: can't hear it a lot, today, but uh, <laughs> probably the point. That's cool. Nice. No. Um, well, shall we talk now? You uh, would can, you like me to... You
1: talk can with? talk away. I'm just going to play this music in the background because I think it just gives an upbeat and you can uh, talk away. Go for it. Give us an insight to well, mental health. Mental health. I often
2: find that uh, other people are just jealous because my voice is going to talk to them. Uh, and uh, that was a little dark joke there. Mental health. I had, uh, as, like a lot of other people, a difficult childhood. I was adopted. Uh, there was various things that had happened there during childhood um, you know that that had gone on, somebody outside of the family had mistreated me um, and so that had a a, a lasting impression upon my health There was also a terrible degree of bullying all the way from primary school to high school and after, which had a a significant effect on my health Um, and so, so basically I found myself as a teenager starting to have panic attacks and I had uh, at the time, I didn't know what it was. I usually thought I was dying or something like that um, until I finally worked out what it was. And it was the very beginnings of PTSD. Um, and so basically, that was, you know, that that took a time to get, quite a long time to get diagnosed because the care, they were so overwhelmed, I think, with trying, trying to help people in Edinburgh. There just wasn't the facilities to care for somebody as me at that stage who wasn't as severe as others. And when I moved down to East Lothian, the, the care was much better. Um, but yes, I had a breakdown when I was 21, and it was the one of the most horrific things I've ever experienced. Um, but as a result, the, the only positive thing as a result, it's made me more of a people person. I gravitate towards the people who are hurting, who've gone through bad things, because uh, it kind of helps you very quickly shake off the whole... Uh, materialism, if you like things that aren't important, you know. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, no. Can we
1: carry on. Just talk about the thing. good just give us your insight. Obviously, doing what you go through. And uh, obviously, what? just uh, the stigmatism that you probably feel that you get from people because they don't know how to deal with it.
2: Yeah. Well, the thing with me is, I've noticed that other people say to me is that, "Oh, you're, you're awful anxious. Or just relax." And I feel like saying. You know, a lot of people wouldn't have made it if they'd been through what I've been through and a lot of other people have been through in my similar position. Um, and they say, just relax. But you, you just, unless you've been through it, you don't know. Uh, and basically, there's a stigmatism. And people, mine and because of mental health, you don't know uh, what it is, especially if you tell people, oh, yes, I've got, I've had mental health issues, as in, you know, it can be, in my case, severe anxiety, PTSD, a bit of depression. And people... You don't understand you can kind of get the, the wide body swerve, the kind of sideways look. And, and you, you know you feel like you tell them, look, I'm not foaming at my mouth, I'm not dangerous. You know? Uh, but there is still, a thing that there's still an element of that attack, you know, uh, an element of that. And I have to say, if I saw somebody who was that ill, who looked like they may be a threat or very unpredictable, I have to sadly confess that I would probably give them a wide body swerve myself. <laughs> uh, That's it. Uh, you know?
1: Yeah. But uh, so over the years, I mean, do you, with mental health, do you kind of, I mean, obviously things are treatable, but is it it mainly treatable through medication or is it mainly, can it be, do you think it can be overcome within it, if you know what I mean? It can be overcome, but I
2: think that what people need to understand is that in modern society, if somebody's got a weakness like it, it's like asking somebody with a, a problem with their knee that can't really be repaired to keep on running and you can't, you have to obviously take it more easy. And the problem is modern society, despite your health, expects you just to keep going and you can't necessarily keep going without having a much more severe effect on a person with mental health, you know. So in my particular circumstances, there's there's situations I would find really stressful that somebody else would just glide over Um, for example if I was in a a public place uh, and I had to be in a room full of of new people and had to say introduce myself or do something like that, that would be a really stressful situation for me whereas some people would just shrug that off Uh, and then I I need to have uh, a lot of alone time as well I've noticed which helps me just gather my thoughts but you have to strike a balance between going out and being social with being alone because also the other problem with being mentally ill is if you're on your own, you can just go into your thoughts too much and you can kind of sit and worry and that's also not good for your health. Um, so, yeah, I can't quite think what I to, to tell you about it, but it's, um, it, it's a, I think people out there who have never experienced it haven't got a clue how the other half lives. It, it can be a, a terribly frightening thing. For example... Uh, The other example I can think of is somebody who has dementia, although it's not a mental illness. That person's trapped in there in that situation, and they can become confused, they can become frightened. Now, medications help to a degree, but what I've discovered is that instead of giving somebody long-term counselling, which is what is needed in a lot of cases, doctors and psychiatrists are far too eager because they're overworked just to throw pills at you and say, try that. And I think that is a real problem with the system. And something I would have benefited for, from for a long time would have been proper, ongoing counselling over a long time and support. Knowing there was somebody there, um, but it's just not doable in this society.
1: Is it, do you think it's due to lack of funding and things? To, to, yep, to lack of funding and just
2: and also just the whoever it is, the government not being willing to or able to put money into it and. Um, And just so they're overrun, they're they're expecting fewer doctors or fewer psychiatrists to to take on a bigger workload. Um, And they just, uh, they they don't realise is that that the easy answer is just to keep giving you different types of pills to see which works. The problem is some of these pills come with their own quite serious side effects. Um, So with the ones I'm on can make you feel very, almost like being under a a cloud or quite sedated, which I don't like. As, and you lack a great deal of energy it can um, knock down your libido significantly which makes no difference to me because I'm 44 and that's practically gone anyway but um, you know the various effects it can give you like night sweats but that, that's something else I suffer from when, when you have PTSD you can have very severe dreams and that's one of the, that can be one of the signs of PTSD is just having having really heavy duty nightmares so but you know the funny thing is that some people that, that can make some people bitter, nasty as a result, but with me it's actually just made me gravitate towards people in my similar situation, or the vulnerable or the weak, knowing how nasty the world is, you know, towards the vulnerable. So it's actually been a positive to, for me in that sense, you know. That's good. Well,
1: we're going to touch on our brief subject I will mention after a chin brief mention uh, to our supporters I say we've had Gary Cook report Gary Cook from the Gary Cook reports uh, a contributor to our show uh, we've got EileenSmith.com uh, who who's a contributor we have Shannon Griffin from For Humanities survivor of brain cancer, breast cancer she also is a a t-shirt business and helps people start their own t-shirt business as well um, and myself and um, Shannon have set up a thing called Fix Your Face to Cancer in the way it's supporting a uh, uh, cancer uh, charities and etc uh, etc. Et um, we also have Donald brandt from Little He sets our clothing range. Uh, so if you're if you go to Little Beaches and the Sand you will find and see what he has been designing. Uh, so it's great to have our contributors as also uh, Edinburghdusters uh, ideasgolive.com or you can also in business.com or .co.uk uh, so there's cleaning there's website design and there's car deal advisor and .co.uk if you're interested in buying a car so there's the contributors and supporters to our show on um so we're going to play a tune uh, one of uh, Lisa Moen's tunes a bit of a mix uh, country, country style very good music big uh, upcoming Canadian artist in Canada. I guess mean, her first time getting her music played on the radio. Uh, over in the UK so uh, I do like her music and hopefully she'll send us more and be producing more as I say um, we always look for upcoming artists on our show well uh, people who are, have music to provide us and we will play it if it's good enough uh, so please send us your music to Hatrick and Ramsey at the gmail.com because we love to uh, support people in the music industry especially for people who are upcoming and they're good enough so uh, we'll be back um haven't stopped the music yet. Air Wolf background music. Uh, we'll be back after one more track from Lisa Moen. He said
3: his ride's faster than a rocket on your back. And every Sunday afternoon, he's racing down that track. over here honey and I'll pop my hood and I said get in cowboy I'm gonna take you for a ride we're gonna head on down that highway and I will take you for a test drive well he jumped in and said hey girl put your high heel to the floor
1: Back to the Hatrick and Ramsey on H podcast show on Online. Could you don't I can't have a tongue tied today? Dot co at UK, I can't get my teeth in today. And that was Lisa Moore, Canadian country singer songwriter. Uh it's good to have her music and play on the show. Uh, we have Tim. me Tim is our guest co host today. How you been doing? How you doing? Are you still there? Still alive? No, hard, thank You You're still alive? <laughs>
2: Yes, still, still alive. That, that's, uh, she's uh, very good, that artist. Um,
1: uh, how do you pronounce the name again, Moan? Lisa Moen. Lisa Moen, very good. I really like her. Yes, yeah, really catchy, upbeat, modern country artist, which is great. Hopefully we'll get some more of her tunes or anything. uh I also asked her if she could recommend anybody else if you want to send her music as well. Uh, and hopefully we can uh, stick her out on the airwaves of Hearts of Live. Um Yeah, one thing I was... Uh, personally who's been on the show uh, not this show but other shows on, on Hearts Are knives is a woman called Shirley Wilson and uh, she set up a thing called Purity Talks um the purity talks is about simply the word well the taboo subject to a lot of churches these days is sex uh simple fact of uh, from married couples to single men to single women uh, and how the the struggles of in a christian life um obviously in the, the days a lot of people have fallen short of that uh, let's say the, the topic and basically partaking in it even out with marriage uh, as in what the bible says but in a day, it's, uh, it's good that she has set up this thing called Beauty Talks and she's uh, now got a show on uh, the God Channel as well through what she's doing. She's done two live seminars, or two seminars which have been live um, and people talking about the, the subjects of the hardships of uh, the, the sexual struggles of Christians, basically. Um, and she... Set this thing up because she's been celibate for the best part ten years, and I think it's 10, 10 years, and uh, no man has touched her body or anything. Which uh, at all, and she's completely waiting for the right woman, right for sorry, right man to come along. Let's like, slip there, right man to come along, and provided her husband uh, is waiting for her, and she's hopefully well. That will happen in time. So, uh, but uh, what on? What you do you think Tim, that the this type of topic the sex in the church is still a taboo subject or they just don't quite accept it and what goes on? Well the,
2: the problem is it's not I think it's because for some people especially depending upon the generation it's very still a very embarrassing subject for people to talk that, talk about for example if there was a, lady, a lady's Cemetery till the advert came on the TV and my dad would his paper to drown <laughs> out the noise of the advert um, so um but that's the thing, especially amongst Christians and uh, Christian groups, it needs to be talked. About. I mean, talked about, and because it's not talked about, if it's not a thing out in the open, you know, people are just not going to get it. And and the problem is, as well, is is that you know, it's like, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. Therefore, but it's almost more interesting. You know, to somebody that's never experienced that, and, and the media everywhere throws this sex thing at you. Oh, it's the best thing in the world, and all the rest of it. What people fail to realise is that if you get into bad relationships, there's there's uh, unwanted pregnancies, um, which I don't agree with the term unwanted. I think all babies are wanted, you know. Um, but but basically, all these complications, you know, heartache, you know, problems, and I think uh, that's why it should be talked about openly. And the church does, uh, doesn't deal with it properly. You know, for example, there should be talks set aside for guys and girls so there's not that embarrassment, maybe if they want to do that separately. Um, you know, even even like a subject like masturbation, like for a long time, I'm like, well, is that sinful? Is it not sinful? You know, but where about, there's some A text that's used from the Old Testament somewhere to support the, that it is, you know. And um, but as a bloke, you know, how, how to deal with that, you know. And you know, uh, various things. Like, I mean, a a woman should be addressed about, yes, I I understand and believe a woman should be allowed to make herself look beautiful and look attractive. I think that's absolutely fine. If God made somebody so beautiful, why not? Uh, My my issue is, from a biblical perspective, what is the correct way for a man and a woman to dress? Should we be more modest? I
1: think, uh, yeah, I... I think there's to an extent it's just I mean society in general it, I mean it's the celebs that kind of make people want to set the trends and people want to copy them and it probably doesn't help but at uh, the end of the day is yeah I think there's lots of beautiful women out there and they do dress and as guys I mean how many times you when somebody walks a girl a, a good looking girl walks past you you're not gonna yeah but I mustn't not look at that and you go good grief she's stunning it's natural it's just part of who, who we are who, how we're wired really whether we, whether it's right or wrong and how we think about it hey. Uh, I'm, sure there's, uh, I'm sure there's we're not the only one that's in the same boat um, and vice versa, I'm sure the women do the same, uh, they, whether they deny it or not and say, oh yeah, no, no, I don't do that but I'm sure if some hot guy walks past them or built like a brick uh, and with a with six blonde buff and a six pack they're probably going to go, wow, <laughs> happy days <laughs> so it's, I'm sure it's, uh, it works both ways but I think in general the church is a bit so I think do you The older generation of the church, some of the way they don't tend to accept that. Yes, it is a taboo subject, and it does take two to tango. And uh, sometimes uh, there's many people within even uh, going back to the church topic of the middle class church that is actually the very they don't understand. It does take two to tango, and things and there's many of them have slipped up, but they maybe think they don't do anything wrong they say oh you're in the middle class coach you don't do anything wrong perfect great you've been brought up in the system Fun wonderful but uh, unfortunately they do make mistakes and they do get drawn away and um, it's time the church does accept it uh, it does happen but on the other hand it's time the church would stop um stamp out and stand their ground on the sim of same-sex marriage as well which really just does my head in because i'm fed up uh, the gays and lesbians and the left-wing uh, fat lesbians out there uh, promote, p- pushing their agenda on us which does my head in uh, and i will stand up for that and i think it's um, especially of these gender fluid people are trying to pick the gender of their kid the bottom line is if you have a son you have a son if you have a daughter you have a daughter Stop trying to make designer kids in the day, uh, I think they should just stop trying to pick fights with the church and get on with it. You don't have to be married. You don't have to just get on with your life and live. Stop trying to want everything and ramming it down people's throats. Um, meaning, I don't know. Do you have that similar sort of uh, effect? Uh, on, um, do you have that similar effect in people trying to? They feel that they're ramming it down people's throats, etc.
2: Okay, because uh, the audio keeps going in and out. Do, do you mean um, the idea of sex? Yeah, well, you know, know, or, or well, the,
1: well no, do you think that the, 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 um, the, the, gen, well, the, um, I've got something to, to call me at the wrong time. Uh, do you, um, do you feel that the, 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 the Trying to force the agenda of gays in the, in the church or, the, or that type of thing or that their agenda down people's so throats too much it 's almost about them it 's almost something's what the Muslims are doing they're trying to ram their agenda down people so 's saying it's islamophobia it 's all this and that is that the kind of thing do you feel that they are well well and is this I understand your question so is this just specifically regarding sex or just in general in general stuff
2: obviously just in gen- i think I think there has to be an element of you know, a person sharing their faith, there should be, you should be willing to share it. Uh, but also, I would say that the sort of basic message of Christianity. Now, when somebody's willing to accept that, yes, of course, they should be. I'm guessing wanting to ask questions, and a person should be willing to to tell them uh, correctly what the correct information is. However, I think if if it's somebody that's not a Christian said they're not interested, then no, that shouldn't be pushed because that person's made that choice. Um, but do you mean like certain ideas or agendas pushed towards Christian, people who are already Christians? I think a person should be, unless it's unless it's a, like a fundamental thing, for example, the resurrection of Christ, the Trinity, that that should be taught as fact, uh, which it is. Um, but there should be side issues. For example, I would consider tithing a side issue because there's a lot of debate regarding that. Should be. Both sides of the argument should be given to a person, and the person should be allowed to take it away and pray about it and do what they feel is the, the correct thing. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, so it does make sense. It does, uh, which is good. But. Uh, well I think, yeah it does make sense let's go cool. well listen we're going to wrap up the, the show because we are coming to the end of it uh, we have been on just about the hour we just started a little bit late um, but we'll, Tim will be hanging on the line a second before we wrap up he will give us his uh, he will and we'll, we're going to well, I've lost my train of thought. I've literally lost the plot I really have lost the plot today, completely <laughs> brains on, on I think I don't know what it is maybe I'm just too excited with the fantasy football and, some, and working away and it. it's one of these things you're kind of I mean, your brains magical
2: my signal's been
1: about as much use as a chocolate fireguard today. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, let's hopefully, hopefully, we'll maybe get you in the studio next time, and um, you can come in and see the setup. And actually, it'll be a lot easier I mean to have you on the phone. <laughs> it's been. Uh, I, I anyway, mean, anyway, we'll blame the weather. That's uh, it has been a bit uh, not the best one yeah. today. What has the? No, it's, it's been Scottish. Uh, it has been very Scottish the weather, yes, say the least. But um, before it, before we go, we're just gonna um, we'll round off with a song, rounding off, but uh, uh, which is actually one of uh, but actually a local is the artist who's the person who owns the station. We're gonna play one of her tunes, uh, rounding off the show, and uh, just want say thank you for coming onto the show and being a part of it, Tim.
2: You're very welcome, thank you for having me as, as intermittent as I may have been.
1: <laughs> well, I can hear you fight when you talk, it's not a problem. Maybe it's just me talking to you, not well being the best going out. Yeah. But uh, hey ho, it's uh, technology at its the best. Um, pleasure to be on thank you and hopefully next time we'll get you in the studio and you can experience uh, uh, full, uh, full on and, and oh, that would be brilliant that would be great and you can have a, a, a which would be great so we look forward to sorting it out in the next uh, couple of weeks we we'll get you in and uh, we can have a, another wag as we do so um, and you can be the boss as well all good right uh, we'll be thank you and we'll be back after we're just going to say goodbye now just say, just say goodbye just do whatever okay, thank you for listening or whatever no, well, you there? Yeah, I'm still oh. here. I, I didn't
2: hear the end of that but um, <laughs>
1: to, to say, so I, just, I just heard this, like, a strange kind of muffled sound. Um, this yes, it's to say, been a pleasure being on. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Well, let's say on behalf of Tim, just in case the, the signal cuts out again, let's um, say thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back next week uh, for another show and we'll uh, catch up with you later. We'll just get, we'll go out with uh, Luho Efumai, uh, the Shanana song, and that's her song. So we'll play that. I'll speak to you soon. no? no.